A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Monday Distillery. Monday Distillery are purveyors of beautiful non-alcoholic beverages. Live on your own terms, be true to you, and drink what's good for your body and soul. Are you sick of feeling controlled by alcohol? Do you want to drink less? Do you wake up on a Sunday morning feeling really anxious and full of regret? I'm Danny Carr and welcome to my podcast, How I Quit Alcohol. Hi and welcome back to How I Quit Alcohol. Today in the Zoom room, I'm joined by the incredible Stu Henshaw. Stu is co-owner from the new dry bar, I guess you'd call it, the Brunswick Aces in Melbourne. And unless you've been under a rock, you pretty much should know about this bar. Like it's everywhere. It's on all the news stations. It's everywhere. Everyone's talking about it at the moment. So firstly, Stu, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. And what a freaking amazing thing you're doing. This is so cool. Yeah, it's we've been blown away by the response. I mean, we've been making our non-alcoholics appear since 2017 and we eventually had a bar on our plans, but it wasn't ever this soon. But yeah. when we announced it in February, the, the response has just been incredible. Like we've had people from Perth to Byron saying open one here and then even internationally with our um, suppliers over there. Oh my God. Like I was just saying to you before we started recording that I'm in Byron, I'm like you should totally open one here or the Gold Coast, Sydney. I'm just thinking like you could take over the, Australia basically. <laughs> Well, that's the plan. I mean, watch this space. We've got some exciting things coming up in the next few months, but I can't 
reveal any more right now, but there's, there's something. So. Oh, please give me the scoop when you when you do. So, um, what was what? Tell us what brought on the whole idea, even just to start your own distillery, alcohol free distillery. What what brought that on? Uh, well, there's a group of neighbours that we started the brand um, back in 2017, uh, sharing. We had this love of food and drink, and we just got together and shared everything. And the the, the founders, uh, two of them, uh, stopped drinking for a period. So one got pregnant, and one trained for a triathlon. And that shared experience sort of went a bit, and there was not the same atmosphere and ability to share those things we'd made. So. Um, two of our founders Stephen who's an engineer and Cam who's a doc, uh, scientist uh, put their heads together and said well I'm pretty sure we can make a gin replacement that doesn't use alcohol in the process and they've created these amazing bespoke stills that allow us to distill everything and still pull out all those amazing botanicals and aromatics so that enabled the the founders to re-engage with each other and really start resharing those moments together um and then from there it just snowballed. It was shared with friends and family, and the demand grew, and the brand began. And yeah, it, it, now we're here opening the bar. So it's uh, yeah, the origins are very much about community and togetherness, which for us the bar is as well. It's the welcome space for everyone to come down and and feel like they're part of something. It's so fantastic because that's one thing as a sober person, and I know so many of the people that listen to this podcast and people everyone that I speak to really that's one thing where they feel like they really miss out is getting to have that community I guess and feeling the the pressure I guess the social pressure you get so it's kind of like a safe haven for all those people as as well I think that's it I think that's part of the reason we we wanted to make this space was it is not only the community but it's that space where you can feel like you're not the other I think there's this feeling when you're a non-drinker and you go to a traditional venue and you're left with the option of a a lemon lemon bitters or a soft drink or just even a sparkling water with some of them and it, you just don't feel like you've given the same respect and opportunity uh, as the drinking counterparts are so the purpose of this is if you feel at home you feel catered for there are over a hundred drinks on the menu you you spot for choice basically and that's what we found with people that are coming in they're just absolutely gobsmacked at the the breadth of product that's available and yeah, we're, we're just so happy that we're able to give these non-drinkers that have had this bad experience in the past somewhere they can feel at home. Absolutely. And there's over 100 drink choices, aren't there? That's right. I mean, and, and more being added all the time. We've, uh, <sighs> uh, I think when I was thinking about it this morning, actually, the, when we started in 2017, there was less than a handful of domestic non-alcoholic products. And mm. now fast forward to 2021 and You've got beers, wines, spirits, alternates like non, for instance, and and you just spot for choice. And that's another reason why we've been able to open the bar is because there is so much choice. I think if you think back to 2017, you wouldn't have been able to do it. And mm-hmm. the products that are available now and even the international ones that we import, they're just incredible. Like I think there's such a passion and focus on producing good products now that yeah. it, it's beneficial to non-drinkers. What I love about it too, and what also enhances that sense of community is also that you're not just using your own drinks. It's the whole range. It's the whole gamut that's out there. And I think that's beautiful. It's cooperation versus competition. And I think that's really wonderful as well. No, for sure. We definitely see it as uh, one of the sayings that we say to each other internally is a rising tide floats all boats. And 
we're, we're not precious at all. We, we're focusing on the, the smaller producers. Uh, I even say Clovendo, which is an amazing distillate brand like ourselves based in Queensland. I don't, we don't call them our competitors anymore. They're our cousins from Queensland. So right. it's just, it's a collaborative, beautiful thing that I don't think that a lot of other industries really do. It's very competitive, whereas we feel that collaboration is the only way to grow this market. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. That's that's really lovely. I, I really love that. I think that in itself is just shows the ethos of the whole brand and what you guys are doing. Just And it, like I say, it just enhances that sense of community as well. So good on you. That's incredible. And so tell me about your own journey with alcohol. Um, you said that you would, you'd had one year off training for a marathon. Yeah, I guess going back to, uh, as you can tell by my accent, I'm Northern British. I don't think British have the best relationship with alcohol. I think I've heard it said that a few Aussies are surprised that some Brits, when they come over, describe their hobbies as drinking. And it's very, <laughs> very much a British way of uh, thinking. And I, thinking back, I had my first alcoholic drink when I was about eight. And it was, yeah. yeah. You might be the record holder for this <laughs> podcast. I had someone the other day who started at 11. Yeah, I mean, when I say eight, I wasn't like hammering the Bacardis like, every weekend. It was more just the, in our family, it was... I think I don't know. I think their approach was if they try it, their curiosity is sated, the relationship will be better. But then you don't take into account peer pressure. So there's there was many a time when I was a teenager that I drank a bottle of vodka in a field, and that was the end of my weekend. So, um, but no, as you say, I, as I've got older, I've um, been able to control that. I um, yeah did the London Marathon in 2012, and that was really the start of my sober journey. Uh, mm-hmm. which I'm still on. Um, I'm sober pretty much more than half the year. Um, yeah. I do stints of two months on, two months off. But even when I'm off, I only have a, a glass or two a week. Like I'm not a, a binge drinker, as the terminology would uh, yeah. say. But no, my, my ultimate goal is to become 100% sober. I do feel I'm my best self when I'm sober. And it's just reconciling that in my mind of how I get there. It'd be really weird if we like came to the bar and then you guys are standing behind there like smashed, (laughs) sneaking vodka shots. (laughs) That's it. And and that's exactly right. And the people that we have as part of the team behind the bar now are very much dedicated to the to the sober movement. Like they're all moderators. None of them are caners. Um, So it's we've definitely taken the time to pick the right people as well to talk to our customers in a way that they can relate to. so yeah, that's that's just been our ultimate ultimate goal really is to provide that space, not only a safe physical space, but also a space where you can relate to the people that you're with behind the bar and with you. Yeah, I think that's great too, just for your own experience. And so you can relate to people, just having those those times off during the year where you can, yeah, I guess relate to your own customers. I think that's really cool as well. Um, if you need a good sober coach, just call me. <laughs> I probably will. Yeah, that's just so fantastic. So you've been open for two weeks. Yep. It's been packed every week. Packed every week. Amazing. And do you have, this is my question, do you have alcoholic options or just completely dry? Uh, so we do actually have one alcoholic option, which is a gin and tonic. And the pure basis for that is just to, because we, we obviously are open to not only abstainers and moderators and the sober curious, but we want people that do drink to feel they can come with their partners and support them, but not in a way where they've got a menu to choose from. So the history of... Um, sober people going to regular bars and only having a lemon lime and bitters to choose from 
<laughs> well, you, you come to us, you want options of gin and tonic. So <laughs> more of a turn of the tables on the, uh, on the whole industry. I love that. That's so fantastic. That's so cool. Would you ever have music in there? Yeah, so uh, we have obviously um, stream music through the, the speakers, but we're looking at having uh, some live acoustic music. So we're definitely expanding on the events that we want to have there. One of our ambassadors uh, is Jill Stark, the author of High Sobriety. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she and I are planning on a, um, a reader event where she can come and read a passage from the book and talk to the community about her journey and, and give some inspiration. Uh, but no, to that's the music point, definitely going to have some acoustic music there. Yeah. Um, I think the current space we have is just inside. Uh, and obviously with restrictions around seating, we're quite um, limited, but we have an outdoor space that we are going to be developing uh, for summer and that doubles our capacity. And that just opens up an entire world of DJs and musicians and, and everything else we can do there as well. So yeah, music I, on the cards. I think musicians would love that. As you can see on the, the wall of guitars behind me, my husband's a musician and he's on tour at the moment. And like one, the hard part for musicians is this constant, you know, their riders are just full of alcohol. There's alcohol everywhere. And Ash was just saying on the weekend, just getting hammered by just people that were so smashed on the weekend and have like, not that he's not judging that, but sometimes it just gets a bit much. Like had one lady just repeating herself over and over and over again. And, you know, he just gets kind of over it. And he just, like we were talking about it the other day, saying, wouldn't it be great to have a venue that was actually alcohol free? Like it would just be great for the musicians as well. And I, I think the general public, because so many people, particularly in the sit down kind of environment, if you're doing like a dinner and show type thing, some, you know, people pay good money to go and see their favourite artist and they sometimes have to deal with pissed dickheads. And so I think it would be a really great thing on the touring circuit as well for a lot of musicians to have that option to go. That's, actually, that's a very good point. That's more than I was thinking, but it's a really good idea. Like if we, we could have a stage in the in the outside space and do that. That's a really awesome thing. So yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. if it was big yeah. enough that, <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> if you need some consulting, hit me up. <laughs> Especially if it was, you know, like a really beautiful PA, it was really somewhere where the good musicians wanted to go and play it. They want to be treated with respect by their audience and by their venues so I think it would just be awesome and I, I just think every musician would want to play there I think you're completely right I think I've been to so many gigs in the past and it's been ruined by drunk people yeah either just standing up moving around talking too loudly not focusing I'm like my opinion is if you're there to experience a live act watch the live act like if you want to go and talk to your friends just go to a bar and listen to their uh, album like it's <laughs> you're there for the Anyway, I can rant about that for ages, but no, I completely agree with you. And yeah. Yeah, it's like a, a decent sober space for musicians is definitely needed. I think that would just be amazing. I just think we could get the whole Australian music um, scene behind that. And you'd have a lot of ambassadors then. Uh, it's like a friend of mine, <laughs> we're talking about it recently. I'm a massive Elton John fan. And we went to the Elton John concert. It was down at one of the wineries in Geelong. This was a few years back. And my friend that I went with, she got so smashed and she couldn't remember the all of the concert except for Crocodile Rock. And she said, yep. of all the rubbish songs to be <laughs> it's Crocodile Rock. Got memory emblazoned in there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I just, I think what you're doing is amazing. Congratulations. I can't wait to see what you do next. There's a few things in the pipeline. So uh, yeah, we're, we see ourselves currently as the hub of non-alcoholic in Australia. We've not only is the bar there, but the bottle shop is there. We've got 
um, staff that are experienced with talking about the products and it's an informed um, uh, experience. And it's the only place where you can come and try before you buy as well. Like one of the things we wanted to make sure we offered was the opportunity for people to come into the bottle shop, look at four or five pale ales and go, I'm, I'm not sure what I'd like. And we can do like a tasting flight for them. And then they know, so they're not going away with this Russian roulette of um, products they might not like. And uh, yeah, so it's the, it's all about that optimized experience for non-drinkers. And that's what we're working towards. It's so fantastic because you can be sober and still feel like a grown up and still feel a bit sophisticated. I just think it's fantastic. I think what you're doing will start to change the whole culture, the drinking culture around Australia, because you're making it acceptable. You're making it stylish and accessible for everybody. Yeah. And again, that, that's part of the plan as well, is we want, we've, we got stuck in this loop because obviously where we have our own product and we're talking to bars and restaurants about it, some of the feedback was, oh, well, there's no demand for it. And then you speak to customers and they go, well, I don't go there because they don't provide the products. So there's a bit of standoff between the two parties. And what our ultimate goal is, is to prove to venues that if you stock decent products, publicize them and make it a welcoming venue, that you will get a new clientele in there. And it's we're proving the point basically as well. Absolutely. I was somewhere the other day and the guy, I was saying you should have alcohol free options in here. Where was it? And it's like, there was, there'd be no demand for that. And I was like, no, they would, they absolutely would, but they're just so closed off to it. They're so blinkered and traditionalist. Like they, but the thing is, well, early adopters are the ones that thrive and survive. Like you have to adapt to survive. And if the, the data is saying that moderation is on the rise, you have to work with the data that's at hand and mm. change your offering because unless you do sorry you're you're doomed <laughs> yeah that's it yeah that's right and Brunswick Aces are coming for you they're gonna take over we are <laughs> <laughs> I love it awesome Stu thank you so much for coming on and um oh now the address of the bar yes so the address of the bar is 124 Western Street Brunswick East in yep. Melbourne and that's uh postcode 3057 for your sat now um awesome. there is parking available on the street and there's a uh car park opposite so you can actually drive there and drive home oh my god that's so awesome <laughs> totally and um, what are you open every night or in during the day uh, what's your opening hours the bar is open thursday through saturday 3 to 11 p.m um, bookings available by the website uh, the bottle shop is monday to friday 9 till 5 and then saturday 11 till 5 um we also uh, planning on um, expanding our e-commerce at some point in the future as well so not only Melburnians will be able to um, order from us and have the experience but yeah and then we also do distillery tours on a Saturday 12 till 2 so if yeah. people are interested to come down and learn about the production of non-alcoholic um, products like our Sapir, um, and have a cocktail class so they can become more confident in making drinks at home um, then we also offer that as well oh my god you guys killing it <laughs> so awesome I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Stu. No worries. Thank you. Really See you later. Bye. Bye. Hold up. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.